Hello, my name is Andrew Gay. Together with my co-host, Tom Fox, I would like to welcome you to our new podcast, Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. In this podcast series, we will talk about and with local leadership within Kerr County. We dive into their unique perspectives and discuss their visions about the future of Kerr County, as well as the importance and role of local leadership. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. In our inaugural episode, we are joined by Tabor McMillan, who is the current chairman of the Kerr County Leadership Steering Committee. We asked Tabor about his current role within leadership inside the local community, how he got involved, and what his role currently consists of. All right. Welcome to our inaugural episode produced by the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Gay, along with my co-host Tom Fox, and we're here today to talk about investing in the future of Kerrville, more importantly, leadership in our local area. So thank you, Andrew. I'm really thrilled to be a part of this podcast series. We're going to explore how I think Kerrville invests in itself and by investing in itself and its citizens and people really will help lead Kerrville in the future. So I'm thrilled to be here and I'm actually thrilled to be sitting next to Tabor Millen. So Tabor, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us. Thank you so much for having me. I Andrew reached out about it, and I'm excited to be here. Didn't know it was going to be the first episode, so we'll see how it goes. But thank you guys so much for having me. Kerrville means a lot to me, my family, so I'm glad to be here, be able to talk it up a little bit, and we'll see how this all goes. Deborah, could you tell us your professional background? Yes, sir. I am a banker by trade. I'm vice president over at Happy State Bank. I've been in banking now for about 10 years. I've been with Happy State for about five and a half of those. I started with a bank up in Lubbock and then moved down to Kerrville in 2018. Been down here for about, I guess, four and a half years, and we absolutely love the Hill Country. Got a wife, got two kiddos, sons at Tally Elementary. He's in kindergarten, and then our daughter's three years old, and she keeps us plenty busy as well. Banker by trade and just absolutely love Kerrville and all that I get to do in and around the Thank you for that, Tabor. I think uh, you want to share a little bit about, obviously, I guess a little bit of backstory is I'm, I myself am, am involved in leadership Kirk County. That's how you and I met and kicked off our friendship. And we, I am now part of the steering committee along with yourself. You are the chair of the steering committee, but I wanted to get a little bit of a backstory there about how you got involved in leadership. I think we all have different stories that lead up to us getting involved in leadership and in our local community. But I wanted to hear a little bit about your backstory about how you got involved, maybe like influences or people that pushed you that way and how you heard about it. And so how did that evolve for you? So, <clears throat> excuse me, like I mentioned, we moved here from Lubbock in 2018. And I was actually slated to go through a leadership Lubbock program through their Chamber of Commerce in 2018. And so right around the end of the year 2017, we found out that we were probably going to be moving down to Kerrville. I removed my name from the leadership Lubbock program and knew that I wanted to try and find something in Kerrville that was similar if we had it. And so whenever we moved down in April of 18, I had a coworker at the bank that was going through the program at that time. And she just talked it up and didn't have enough good things to say about it. And so I knew that was something that I wanted to do to get involved with because I've just heard many stories of you go through this program and you learn. It doesn't matter if you've been in Kerrville for 30 years or if you've been here for five months like I was. 
you learn so much more about the community. There's organizations that you've never heard of that fill a need, that play a purpose in this community. And it just really gets you plugged in. So not only do, does it plug you in professionally, give you networking opportunities, but it helps you grow as a person and therefore hopefully improve the business that you're working for. And it was just something that I was really excited to get involved with. And I've been involved with it basically ever since I got here. So it, I guess it's working out pretty well. That's right. Could, well, let me break that down maybe into two parts. One is your personal experience. And then two, now that you've stepped into a leadership role right. in the organization, got to go back to the time you went through the program and what were some of the two or three highlights for you? Yeah, this program in particular, Leadership Kerr County, we have a annual project and that's Easter Fest. It's a big community event. It's the day before Easter every year. And so the class works together to put on this project. One of the things that I really liked about leadership and the way that we do it is we do a DISC assessment, which is essentially a personality test. You find out how you work, how you operate, what your tendencies are, what your strengths, what your weaknesses are. And some people will occasionally say, yeah, no, that doesn't really fit me. Mine fit me to a T. So it's, that's who I am. That hit me like that is fully how I handle difficulties, my decision making. And so it was cool to see what my tendencies are, where my weaknesses are, but where I can improve. It also helped me know how to deal with people who have different types of personalities. So if somebody's very quick to the point, I need an answer, I need an answer now, that's not necessarily me. I like to think things through and then act, but it helped me learn how to handle those people are, I need an answer. And so it just, it helped broaden my thought process outside of, I just do things because that's the way I do them. It helped me learn how to handle different types of personalities as well. And then going back to Easter Fest, it was really cool to see how all these different people from different facets of life, different industries come together and put on this project. And it doesn't matter if somebody is involved in their big CEO at one of the organizations here in town, or if they're more of an entry level type of position, we take people from all different types of industries, all different levels of positions through this leadership program. If your business believes that you have leadership qualities and you can be a leader for this community, we want to try and get you through the program. It is an application-based program. We don't take everybody that we get, which is a good thing. We don't want it to be something where anybody can apply and you're in automatically. We want to be selective, which makes our job a little bit difficult. But <clears throat> that being said, we see all sorts of different types of people come through the program and getting to see them and play a part working together for that big project because it generates money. The Each class gets to donate their proceeds that they raise through Easterfest to the nonprofits of their choosing. And so for us, we chose the Pregnancy Resource Center and Mills on Wheels Dieter Center to donate money to. And so I think we donated, I think, five or $10,000 each to both of those organizations and that makes a difference and that was really cool to get plugged in on in terms of seeing seeing how we can play a role how we can make a difference for these organizations yeah okay what do you think the role is of a leadership program like this in 
investment of the future for our local community? I guess when I think about that question, what kind of comes to my mind is some of the past participants, like when at our graduation, we had someone from class one yeah. there. Yeah. So how, what is your perspective about that and what role a leadership program like this plays in investing in the future for future leaders, future business leaders, CEOs, heads of certain yeah. businesses, certain industries? How do, How is your perspective on that? Yeah, so I think there's many different aspects to it. One, it I think it shows those squeeze that these businesses send through. Hey, we believe in you. We see that you have the potential to be a leader. We want you to step up to be a leader. And it's not an easy program. We ask a lot of these participants and ask a lot in terms of time commitment outside of work. And you're positioning these people to step up and to be a leader, to learn more about who they are, how they operate. And that in turn, hopefully produces a better business community across the city. And just in terms of people that I've known that I've met through this program, great friends, like a big group of my friend base is people that I've met through leadership. And that's friendships, that's future referrals, because we're all in the business world and it is quite a bit about who you know. And so it helps networking. And so that also is a big part of it. And then I think lastly, it just, it gives you the opportunity to learn more about Kerrville. What makes Kerrville? And I'll hopefully go to my grave saying that Kerrville is the best community in the world because we absolutely love Kerrville. And it highlights areas where you can get involved. So through leadership, I've been able to get plugged in with Habitat for Humanity. I'm the treasurer for Habitat for Humanity. I've been on the board, I guess, for right around four and a half years. I got on there not long after we got here obviously involved with steering committee. I'm a commissioner for the planning and zoning commission for the city of Kerrville. And so it's just, it's a way to get involved, to find these areas where there's need because Tom and I were talking earlier, Kerrville's great and it's a absolute great place to be. What we need to do, try and find the future leaders because it is a retirement community. And I'm not saying that those future leaders have to be from the younger generation. We have people go through the class that might be approaching the end of their careers and they get just as much out of it as anybody. But it is an opportunity to equip future leaders as well so that Kerrville can continue to be Kerrville. That's what draws people from all over the state, all over the country to Kerrville is its uniqueness. And that's what we want to hone in on and cultivate so that whenever you and I are approaching retirement age, it's still Kerrville. And it's not going to happen without people getting involved and stepping up and taking on some sort of role in determining what that looks like. So that's what's been really cool is it's helped me be involved in this community that I love so much. Let me pick up on something you said, and it was make a difference. And one of the things that struck me when I moved here is I came from Houston and although I could certainly participate in city government through voting or bank taxes, the traditional methods, there was really not too many opportunities for me as an individual to make a difference. But that's not true here. An individual can make a difference. And I want to point to the one example that struck me the fir first was a few months after we moved here, there was a city council election and there was a candidate who was in his and. He made that the showpiece of his campaign. I'm a new voice. Give me a chance. Right. 
and he got elected. And I thought, how great is that? That somebody in their mid-20s can feel like I can step up and be a part of the leadership of this community. But And then the more I read the paper and talk to people, you really can make a difference. An individual can make a difference here, and they can make a difference in anything from arts to sports to water conservation to mm-hmm. habitat to humanity yeah. and probably 150,000 things in between. Right. So I wondered maybe if you could talk about how the experience of the leadership program can help people to make a difference in the area they are passionate about. Yeah, we go through, it's a nine-month course. We meet once a, once a month. It's usually on Tuesday, it's all day, and we highlight a different area of Kerrville each month. So last month it was education month, so we hear from principals at the school districts. We toured the new middle school, which is pretty phenomenal. We went out to Ingram and spoke with their leadership as well. And then next month, it's Economic Development Day. And so we're going to learn about some of the big corporations that are here that are bringing in employment that have plans for big development. That being said, each month is something a little bit different, right? And so if I might not get a ton out of Education Day, maybe I'll get more out of Economic Development Day because we all have different personalities, but we also highlight different organizations, different needs, whether it's the KEDC or Kerrville Economic Improvement Corporation. There are all of these things that go into making Kerrville better. And it's stuff that I didn't know about before I got involved in terms of the, what is it, the 4B sales tax of these portions of the dollars go to improving Kerrville. There's essentially a board that gets to determine where we spend those dollars. The river trail was funded from those dollars. And that's a quality of life improvement that people get to play a role in, that you get to go and you you can have your voice heard. You can go to those meetings. We also encourage our class members to, it's a requirement that they have to go to two, either city council, planning and zoning, school board meeting, some sort of community public hearing meeting so that they can show up and see, this is how it works. This is how your voice can be heard. And we, at planning and zoning, I've got a planning and zoning meeting tomorrow. Those public hearings can sometimes last two or three hours. And it's because people care about Kerrville. And that's why whenever I first got on the commission, I wanted to make it very clear. I'm on here because I love Kerrville and I want to make sure that Kerrville remains Kerrville. We don't want it to change. It's unique and it's great, but we have to be aware and thoughtful in how we handle our planning and zoning going forward. And so that that being said, each month we get to see a little bit different of an aspect of the city. One month in particular that really, I think, piques people's interest is the nonprofit day. And I think that's in April. And so We'll have probably 20 different nonprofits come out and talk to us about what role they play in the community because those nonprofits are the gap fillers of where the private sector and the public sector don't necessarily open. You get a Habitat for Humanity or a United Way or whatever the case is, and those still play a very important role. And that's the, I think that's the day where most of the class is going to say, oh, okay. This is something I can get behind, whether it's Habitat or Kerrville Pets Alive 
whatever you know they're passionate about because i am fully i'm a full believer of you don't just need to get involved to be involved you need to get involved for something that you're passionate about and so that's why i've done habitat for humanity this is tom fox i hope you've enjoyed this inaugural episode of investing in the future developing leadership in kerr county Andrew and I will be exploring this topic in some detail over the next several episodes. I hope you'll plan to join us again. If you've been a member of Leadership Kerrville, we may be reaching out to you. Or if you'd like to be on this podcast, please feel free to contact either Andrew or myself. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.